Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to On the Bright Line podcast, tales from recovering food addicts from the perspective of a physician, a therapist, and an off-the-wall storyteller. We are not affiliated or endorsed by Brightline Eating, and all content presented in this podcast represents our personal opinions and does not represent medical, nutritional, or psychological professional advice. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the Brightline Eating Program, BLE, and how to begin and where to begin. So, Bonnie, do you want to talk about how you and Clay started the program? Sure. And, okay. Mm-hmm. And again, the Brightline Eating Program is a obviously a trademark program that we don't own or work for. We just follow the yeah. program. So <laughs> we'll be giving you information at the end of this podcast about how to connect with the program, how to... Uh, get information about the book or, you know, the join the community if you're interested. But um, for me, um, my husband, Clay, and I both uh, started it together. We uh, read the book together and we decided because we've started a lot of diets before (laughs) and we'd gone in and thrown out all the food. You know, you go throw out all the food. I'm going to throw out all the clothes. I'm going to throw out all the big clothes and throw out all the food. (laughs) And then we'd like lose 10 pounds and we gained it all back again. It's like, Mm -hmm. and then all that food was wasted. And we also kind of felt like we were really going to commit to this forever. And so we recognized that we were going to be grieving a little bit over the loss of certain Mm -hmm. foods that we had really come to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so we had a pantry full of food and a refrigerator full of food. So we just made a conscious decision. We're going to eat the rest of this food and we're just going to, and we're going to even go out to eat and get some of the out to eat foods we like. And we're going to say goodbye to each food Mm -hmm. with intention Mm -hmm. one at a time. And we're just going to do that. And we're not going to add sweets or add things. We're not going to go buy new things or whatever, but we're just going to kind of eat at our favorite restaurant one more time. We're going to eat that favorite thing. Mm -hmm. And we ate through the food that we had just slowly. And every night we just consciously like, oh, I really enjoy this and it's okay. And I'm saying goodbye to Mm it. And so we kind of eased into it. Was Um, this right after you read the book? Yeah, right after we read the book. And we we did not weigh our food or measure anything. Yeah. And then once we had finished all the, you know, the not not my food, NMF is what we call it, Mm -hmm. not my food. And once we finished all those foods then we started weighing and measuring and only having three meals a day and not having snacks. So we kind of, I think we probably cut out snacks, um, but we didn't Mm -hmm. really do any of the other things until we were done with that. And that actually worked really well. It just felt like a nice soft landing instead of a jarring. And I think only again, because psychologically the, the, the sudden change is what we'd done every other time before. Mm, And so this just felt more intentional, um, and more, um, more planned, um, and it felt like it was going to be more successful. And, and I think it was. I think mm-hmm. it was a nice, gentle way to ease into it. It wasn't abrupt, and it didn't feel traumatic or like we were being deprived. Right. And I think one thing we haven't said yet is, what are the bright lines? Oh. <laughs> We've uh, talked about this program, and um, mm-hmm. I my assumption is a lot of people that have found our podcast are probably – Bright lifers, people who are in the program, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that sort of thing. So you guys probably know this, but there may be some people out there also that have no idea what we're talking about. And so, uh, yeah, let's go through what are the bright lines. Um, So we can, yeah, what are the bright lines, Bonnie? So the bright lines are no sugar, no flour, no snacking, and we weigh and measure our food. Mm -hmm. And the idea is these are hard lines we don't cross. So that's why they're 
noted to be bright lines. So um, no snacking between meals. There's a, when you start the program in the weight loss program, there is an amount of, you know, ounces of each type of food that you get, um, you know, for each meal based on your gender. That's it. It's not like age, height or anything mm -hmm, else. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, like women get four ounces of protein per meal, men get six. Um, and, and you basically, the program is, um, you know, a fruit, a protein and a grain for breakfast, a fruit, a protein and a vegetable for lunch and a protein and a vegetable for dinner. So it kind of keeps all of your high carb, you know, your fruits, which are a carb, even right. though they're good carbs, keeps all that earlier in the day. And, and medically that rests your pancreas overnight. So that's okay. the theory of that. Um, as well as the not eating between meals also helps, um, reset your, you know, your pancreas and your system from mm -hmm. all the constant snacking that I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, that's the four bright lines. And so that was a lot to take in for me again. So we just kind of transitioned to starting with the no snacking part essentially. Right. Right. And we didn't really follow the other three lines until we got rid of the food in our house. Yeah. And go a little bit, I'm going to go a little bit further. The no sugar. We don't do artificial sweeteners. We don't mm -hmm. do refined sugar. We don't do any natural sugar. So no honey, molasses, anything Monk like that. Monk fruit. I saw Monk someone fruit, ask about yes, that. Stevia, anything, any, anything. <laughs> any, or any, alcohol. Yes. Alcohol, because alcohol is obviously turns itself into sugar. sugar. <laughs> yep. uh, so that's no sugar. No flour is not only just wheat flour, it's any refined flour. So that there's a hard line against that too. Cause people, I get that question all the time. Oh, so you can have almond flour. No, no, no flour, right. nothing refined down to a powder. So yeah, it's not a gluten-free diet. It's, it's a basically not. a no processed food diet yes. right? because yeah. all of those foods are highly processed. Yeah. So having breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like uh, Bonnie said, no snacking in between, uh, and then weighing and the, the portions of what, you know, what's a considered weight loss, what's considered maintenance, all that sort of thing are all outlined in the book and in the community. So these aren't arbitrary things that you're guessing at. They're very specific, um, hard and fast, yeah. like she said, bright lines, uh, you know, and, and they just, we don't cross them. That's, that's part of the, part of the program. So that's how you got started. Yeah. And how did you get started? You? And I got started. So I, my, I had a come to Jesus moment with my labs that were real bad and decided that, uh, I needed to make a drastic change. And so, yes, it was very um, cold Turkey. I, I decided that the next day was going to be my day one. And I still live in a, in a house that has tons of not my food around it. Right. Cause I have little children and I have a husband who does not eat brightly. And so, uh, there is all kinds of food that I think would be, you know, hard for other people to be around. But I just decided from the very beginning that, um, I was, you know, I was not good. It's not my food. It's not my food. I'm not, I'm not eating it anymore. Like it's not my food. So, uh, it's interesting because I, traveled with my parents after they had started doing BLE mm -hmm. and I was on BLE and we were with my nieces who don't, don't subscribe to BLE. Right. And there was tons of snack food that they had. And I didn't stress. It wasn't a stressful thing for me because I'm used to being around it. But my mom and my dad, when they started BLE had cleaned out their entire house of all not, not oh, my right. food. And so my mom, I think it was one of the first time that I think my mom and my dad had been around, not my food. And my mom was just like, Oh my gosh, like, how do you do this all the time? Like, how, I'm just like, I just decided it wasn't my food, you know? And so I think that that's, um, one thing like being a mom of littles, I think that that's, I think that's makes it a little harder because I think it's, 
pretty much assured that if you have little kids, like you're going to have some, not my food in your house, you know, there's going to be, you know, whatever, uh, you know, I could name them, but it's not Mm even, not even important to name them, but you're probably going to have those around your house. So, um, just, I think making that distinction in my mind and saying like, nope, this isn't for me. So I think the other thing that I did immediately was I signed up Mm. for the, for the program and it's a little different now the way the program runs I could just when I when I signed up it was just you could just jump in at any point mm-hmm. um the on the the actual Brightline community the way that um they have their their setup now is is there's entry points at different times of the year where they hold boot camps and so it's a little bit different but I just jumped in when I decided I was going to start and I started when you were yeah, when I was when I decided my day one was, and I and I at that moment I didn't immediately look for accountability, but that came very shortly thereafter. So one of the other things that I wanted to talk about is that um, you know this one of the suggestions that she makes, and it's probably not a suggestion, it's probably almost a mandate of the program is writing down your food right the night before. And so mm-hmm. it's interesting because we had we talked about in an earlier episode tapping and tracking that we had all three done tapping and tracking in our past lives to counteract exercise. Like how much more food can we have, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, doing the calorie dance of like, Oh, I can have more food. But then the, the cool thing. And I think one of the things that, uh, reasons and, you know, a plug for the book and to go read the book is she really talks about willpower and how we all have a limited amount of willpower. And it has nothing to do with you being a strong, smart, intelligent, like, person has nothing to do with who you are. There's not, it's not a character flaw for you to have a limited amount of willpower because everybody has a limited amount of willpower. And if you are at the end of your willpower bucket at five o'clock and you have to make a decision about dinner, you probably aren't going to make the best decision because your willpower is depleted. And I, and I just like, that was the most freeing moment in my mind when I'm like, Holy crap. I, it's not, right. I'm not lazy. I'm not just a stupid lazy person this that can't control thing. their weight. It's science. It's, it's called si- decision fatigue. Exactly. Yeah. And so one of the things about the program is we write down our, we write down our food, you know, the night before sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I do it in the morning, but that's, that's me. And that's just the way I choose to do it. Um, but I, there's no decisions to make throughout the day that way. You already know what you're going to eat. You eat what's on your, you eat what you've written down. Yeah. And so there's no decisions to make. And I think that that's another really distinct thing about this program that it's not about making decisions in the moment. It's about just following the plan that you've set forth. So, and I forgot to mention that obviously in addition to reading the book and deciding to start the plan, I also did join the, join the program. And I think when we joined, um, you just basically purchased the boot camp course is what you did before there was like a mm-hmm. membership. Then now there's a, like a membership plan where you, you know, but I recognized that in addition to, making the food change, I was going to have to work on myself. And I had already done some mm-hmm. work on myself with therapy and with yeah. some other programs that I participated in just to help me mm-hmm. work through all the traumas that we have from our childhoods. But um, I, I, I definitely felt like that was really impor- an important tool for success is that um, there was all these modules and I could just do a couple modules every night and that just kind of helped me through the whole beginning of it, just kind of immersing myself in it, getting through the idea that, oh, I'm really going to have to work on you know, this, this part's going to help with just the chemical addiction to the food, right? Right. But I need to work on the psychological part of why, you know, why I use food right. as a comfort and then what else am I going to put in there? Right. right. Yeah. And, and I think that's, 
it's so easy to just say, well, you know, if, if I just learned what to eat, then it's, then yeah. it's all fine and dandy and it'll be easy. And that's, that's not what, um, I have found to be true with everybody that I've worked with, that it's, it's more about, okay, what, why am I putting this in my mouth? Mm -hmm. What's going on that I am reaching for something? Right. And in the, in the addiction community, they'll talk a lot, you know, are you, you know, hungry, angry, tired, restless, right. Um, restless and discontent. And it's that, how, how do you start learning new ways to self-soothe? And, mm -hmm. and I think that's the beauty of the BLE program is that it encompasses so many of those aspects. Well, and the modules in the program um, are also, I mean, it, it doesn't just cover the food. Like, right. that's the thing. It doesn't right. just, I think just that's diet. the thing. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's kind of what Bonnie said is it's not just about um, here's, the, here's the food to eat. This is yeah. the way you need to eat here's it. But it's diet. like also, um, you know, it works through uh, what, you know, in the program we talk about the inner work, like talking, mm -hmm. you know, working through um, all of the, the tra things in trauma, you know, that we deal with and, um you know, that sort of thing. This is not mm -hmm. my expertise, but, uh, I think that that's another thing. Is it recognizing that you're a whole person and that it's not just about food decisions. It's about yeah. why, you know, why you're using food and, um, to cure an addiction and that sort of thing. So I think, I think that, you know, all of this to say is that the first step is to read the book. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> if you're interested in this, we definitely recommend getting the book, check it out from the library. That's a free way or buy sure. it online. There's tons of way, you know, Kindle, paperback, hardcover, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, that's the bright called, light. Choose yeah, your it's called bright line eating, the bright line eating solution. Yeah. The mm -hmm. science of being happy, thin and free yeah. by Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson. Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. you can check it out from the library online, whatever. Um, and I always tell people like, if they're like, Oh, well tell me what you're doing. I want to lose 20 pounds. And I always say, go read the book. Read the book. Mm -hmm. Don't even make a change. Don't even think about making the right. change. Don't think about, Oh my gosh. Right. I this is never, what she said to me. This I is exactly what she said that. to me. This yep. is exactly what she I said. said to me. <laughs> I say, go get the book and read it and see if it resonates with you. Cause for me, that was my aha. And I feel like for other people, if they're going to come to it, if they're going to hit that point where they're ready for change, if they're going to hit that point where they initiate the program, it has to come from a real knowing of the why, mm -hmm. why they're going to do it and what the program is really about. And I think in, once you read the book, you kind of understand a lot more of the science um, and what the plan is. I see a lot of people on the online forums just like, well, tell me what I need to eat. What's right. the beginning of the diet? Because they're thinking about it like, you know, those diets, you know, what I always you eat do. just cabbage for three days right. and then you drink eight ounces of grapefruit for every meal and then, then fast for two days and then, you know, whatever. It's like, that's not what this is. Do you, know? you think that there is some avoidance of accepting that there is a food addiction. Yes. I think the idea that if somebody's yeah. avoiding reading the book and oh, yeah. I don't want to read the book, just, just tell me tell what me to what eat, to mm -hmm. then they're not ready. Yeah. Right. And I'm just like, then you're really not ready. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just don't, there's no point. And because there's no if, prerequisite for joining the community, you know, signing up for the membership no. for reading the book. So I will say that. I yeah. mean, it's not like you, you have to have read the book, right? Like there's mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. clay stop. Clay's telling me he didn't. Read I never, the, I never was in, Oh, he's the, he, Clay. I read the book. You're such a bad, you're such a bad BLE member. Stop. He's saying <laughs> well, he, read he, read member, he read the book. He read the book. And and I will say my parents aren't either. My parents both read the book and they never, they never signed up and joined the program. Yeah. Um, I, and, and I think you can do this. That's what I always tell people like, look, I'm not selling anything. I'm not getting anything from anybody signing up for right. a membership. Yep. Neither or Bonnie or Robin. Like right. this is just 
We're just talking about our experiences here, guys. And the reality is, is that you could do this completely free. You can check the book out from the library yeah. and you could put the plan in place without ever paying a dime to anyone. Um, but I think this actually is a great segue into the next uh, topic, which is talking about community. Finding a community yeah. is the next kind of the next step. Read the book. And I think the next step is finding a community. So do you want to talk a little about the community that you found? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's a community through the program. So if you're a member of the program, there's a Facebook community for BLE. So that's Mm -hmm. one way. But there are also people that connect in private Facebook groups that aren't members of BLE. They don't want to pay for the membership. They don't feel like they need it anymore. It didn't work for them or whatever for whatever reason. Um, We have, I mean, there are people in BLE all over the world. Yep. I live on a little island in Washington State, and mm-hmm. there are people on this island that do BLE, mm-hmm. um, and we've actually met up, so that's kind of cool. I'm lucky enough to have a spouse to do it with, and my sister is doing it, and now my friends are doing it. Mm-hmm. And so, in a sense, we have our own community. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's accountability. Yeah. Um, it's just support. I mean, again, if, you know, if your social group eats and drinks um, alcohol and sugar and flour, it's going to be really hard for you to spend a lot of time for them, with them if they're not doing something like this, Mm -hmm. um, and succeed. Um, and so I think finding people to hang out with that also are doing it certainly makes a difference, but there are many different ways to get community. And like you said, you don't have to join the BLE program. There's a sugar free, flour free Facebook group. I've noticed they post Mm -hmm. recipes and you can definitely connect up with people. I think the issue is just deciding if if you decide you really want to do this and you're really ready to make this change, adding some other people into your life in any way, whether that's online or in person, that can help support you on that, help you be accountable, help show you the way with what happened. I mean, that's one of the reasons we're doing this is we just simply feel the urge to share with other people our experience. So to, to make it less, um, overwhelming to make yeah. it and to isolating, make it more accessible, right? to make it less isolating. Right. And that kind of speaks to, you know, science nerd, um, there was there was a Canadian psychologist back in the 70s, Bruce Alexander, and he um, was studying addiction. And he was looking at rats and so wanted to know what, what, what would make a rat choose to be addicted or not addicted, right? And so he set up um, an experience called the Rat Park, okay? And so he built this fabulous rat park. He took about 20 rats and he built them the ideal situation right? The, the, the Taj Mahal of, of rat land, right? They, they had balls, they had food, they had both genders so they could go off and have some little rat sex, right? <laughs> so they had, they had everything that they wanted. And he had had one group that was raised in cages and given um, morphine-laced water, right? So these rats were addicted to morphine. He took them and put them in the rat park and gave them a choice of water. Do you want the morphine-laced water or do you want just regular water? The rats in the happy little rat park chose not to do the morphine water. They Mm. went back and chose just regular water because they didn't need it. They were getting their dopamine, Mm. right, from their community, (laughs) right? And so a lot of times I'll use the language, like, you got got to build your rat park. What is your, (laughs) what's in your rat park? I love it. Right? And it's it's that idea that community, that a lot of it is about community. And so however you can choose to get your community and whatever you choose to put in your rat park is going to be a really powerful piece in letting go of that tie to the not my food. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah. I think personally too, for me, I joined the online community and I, I, I was a little bit of a voyeur at first because mm-hmm. I didn't, I was like, I don't know how to even reach out for help. You know, I was like, oh, I joined this community really? and I don't know. Well, and that's the other thing is they talk about buddies and guides and mastermind groups. And I'm like right. Googling, like, what does all this what mean? Like, this? I'm like, I have no idea what all this means. Like, and I was like, I'm a smart person. Like, it shouldn't be so hard. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, lingo and jargon within, mm-hmm. uh, the BLE community, which is, you know, I get it. Like people want to use the shorthand, uh, but being a new person, it was a little intimidating at first. Cause I just didn't mm-hmm. even know, like, how do you find, how do you find a buddy? How do you find, mm-hmm. you know, so I just, I did some posting and I, you know, I finally, I saw a post that, um, two women were looking to set up a mastermind group and I was like, okay, it's time for me to dive in. Like, I, I mean, I was already all in on the program, but I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's time for me to dive in on some accountability, some community. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I joined up and that's how I found my mastermind group. So it's, you know, it was, I was just, it was a post on Facebook, but I will say if you are part of the BLE community, you're part of the Facebook community and you're new and you're like, what is all this? I would just say, if you're comfortable just dive in with both feet, put a post up, ask mm. for what you need. People mm-hmm. in general are, are super helpful. You know what I mean? And so I would say, just don't be afraid. Cause I was, I mean, and I'm obviously, I don't have a confidence problem. I think Robin and Bonnie can attest to that. I don't what? have a, I don't have a confidence problem, but I, I was even a little intimidated. Yeah, that um, surprised me to hear you say yeah, that. Yeah. But well, it's just, it's overwhelming. I mean, it's just overwhelming mm. cause you see people's posts and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, do I have to be somebody special or have something special to say oh. to post? Right. I mean, you just, I mean, I think these, these thoughts, honest, those are honest mm-hmm. thoughts like mm-hmm. that people go through. But the reality is, is that, that, you know, the, the community is very open. I will say that like, if you're part of the online community it is very open and that people are normally really um, loving and accepting within mm-hmm. the community. So just put yourself out there if you're looking uh, for community. And I think the accountability, and I have mentioned this in previous episodes that like mm-hmm. accountability for me, I think is key. Mm-hmm. I think it's the thing mm-hmm. that has kept me successful in this program is being accountable to lots of people, not just my mastermind group, but all those people around me. Yeah. Um, but that accountability is key. So you know, that's, that's how I've chosen to find my mm-hmm. accountability is through that group. But I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about accountability or? Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, I, I use you guys. I don't do the online support group as much. Um, I am in maintenance now. Um, so I'm kind of on, I guess I'm kind of on autopilot and yet I still struggle a little bit with quantities and with, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my indulger side deciding that maybe I can have a little more or, you know, of something. Um, I use you guys and my husband for accountability for mm-hmm. sure. I think more you guys than my husband. Cause you know, you shouldn't really, you know, you shouldn't really with your own spouse be like, well, don't let me eat this or, Oh yeah. You know, you that's just not a good, responsible no, for your that's addiction. not healthy. <laughs> nope. But, but for my friends, for you guys, I will say, Hey, I'm going through a really stressful situation yeah. right now, which happened to me recently. Yeah. And you know, you, you Megan said, okay, mm-hmm. well, what's your plan? You know? And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, I'm going to make sure I weigh myself. I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I know that I'm at risk for increasing my quantities. So yeah. this is what I'm committing to. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that's important. Yeah. Finding people that understand what, what the, I, I think that's the other thing is that in my life, I probably never surrounded myself with, not that I've never, I've surrounded myself with unhealthy people. Like, I don't want to say that, but like, I, I haven't been intentional about finding people that I know are interested in making sure that I stay on track. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now it's like, that's what I look for in my life. I looked, I, not that I'm, I'm not cutting people out of my life, but I do find myself spending less time with people that aren't as 
understanding or, um, you know, I have friends that don't do BLE that are like, Oh my gosh, you're doing so amazing. Like good right. for you, like encouragement and that sort of thing. So obviously I want to continue to spend time with them cause they're encouraging and they're understanding. And then I have other friends that are a little pushery and I, you know, Food like, they, pushers. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, it's a cultural thing, right? It I think is. You know, like that everybody's like, I've got the t-shirt that says it's wine o'clock and, yeah, then every, right. and all your friends go, yeah, wine o'clock. Right. And then it's like, we're all validating that drinking wine at five o'clock is a right. good, good thing to do. Yeah. Right? right. And so, yeah, if you have those people, when you decide well, to cut like, those things out. What else are we going to do if we don't? drink and eat yeah. together like right. that's I mean that's the what else are we gonna do if we don't drink it it's like oh well there's other things in the world right <laughs> but it sounds like you're saying you had to be really careful to to choose your source yeah. right that when you were looking for support you really had to make sure who were you going to for yes. support absolutely I absolutely agree so um, is there any other thoughts about the program in general, about where people need to look if they're looking to get started? Because I think that's really what, you know, we want to give people a good, a good, a good head start if they're, if they're interested in this, if they want to get into this and they haven't been, been involved in the community or read the book. or Yeah, so in addition to the book, you can go to ble.com. Uh, Brightlineeating.com. Sorry, Brightlineeating.com. <laughs> there are a, a few videos on there that are called food freedom videos, I believe. Those might not there. still be up. So oh, okay. the new way, the new program that she, that is being, I shouldn't say she, it's more mm -hmm. than just Susan Pierce Thompson, uh, that they are, the new way that they're running the program is they are going to be doing boot camps, I think it's every couple of months, and she will be putting out the, the food freedom videos that are brand new, they just released um, periodically leading up to those boot camps. So I think the ones that were out there are no longer on gotcha. as of today, which is what, January or January, July 2nd? Second. Second. Yeah, July yeah. 2nd, 2023. Um, they, they are not currently um, there. So uh, I think that there is still, there's still information. There on, is yeah. information. There is still information on the website mm -hmm. and you know, there's, I would definitely, yes, I would definitely information on the program, information on the membership. Mm -hmm. um, Susan Pierce Thompson puts out a weekly vlog every week where she talks about a different topic or aspect mm -hmm. of the program or just, you know, dealing with food addiction in general. Um, so those are free to anybody. So you can also watch those. Yep. And I think there are, you can actually there, I think there's you a can YouTube see, channel. yeah, there's a YouTube channel. So you can actually see, many of her yep. mm. uh, vlogs on that. So that's another way to access information. So yeah, there's a lot, like I said, like Megan said, you can check a book out at the library. You can mm -hmm. yep. buy the book. You can go to the website. You can, I guess, you know, you could join and become a member of the community uh, of the you program could, without nope. reading a book, uh, going through the boot camp. You have to go through you the boot camp. You have to go through it. the boot camp yeah. now. Yep. It's a different mm -hmm. model yep. than it used to be. And so I think her idea was she had people that joined and never participated. Right. And so there you're paying for a membership and you know, it's just kind of like that buying that gym membership so you can feel oh, good about yourself, right. but not going. Right. So people were buying the membership and then not engaging in the material and not really committing. Mm. And so she felt like people need to come in through what she calls the boot camp, which is a six week program, I think six or eight week program, mm -hmm. 12 weeks. Might be 12. Or okay. we're, um, sorry. We're, we, we don't did, work we for BLE. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a program that introduces you to the whole, um, the whole way of living and, um, the yeah, you know, there's, a, and there's a big, there, there's a new, you know, there's modules in, in the program, in the boot camp about just prepping, like yeah. how to prep your kitchen, like what equipment you need, yeah, right. you know, all that how to get of started. She, I mean, before right. you even she get started, really yeah. does a good, I, I do think that she does a really excellent job of walking you through. Yeah. Um, so if you're really ready, if you hit a point of readiness, whenever that is, I think starting with the boot camp is really smart. It is very mm -hmm. smart. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, we have a yeah. There's also inside the <laughs> we inside the membership. There are a lot of other courses. So yes. Not just once you become a member. Um, there is a happiness course, which yep. is really cool. It's a college course that mm -hmm. she taught 
um, when she was a college professor. Is that Brightline Mind? Is that what that is? It's called Brightline Mind. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, there's a lot of other interesting kind of courses to work on yourself, mm-hmm. um, including maintenance modules for once you get to yep. maintenance, how to deal with stress, how to deal with holidays, yep. um, all that type of thing. So there's a lot of content in there. Yeah. It's pretty comprehensive. So, yep. and, and again, this is not a commercial for BLE. We're just speaking from our own experience as far as the way that we've used mm-hmm. used the program, but it's not necess- It's not. It's not a necessary. It's not. You yeah. don't have to. You don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to pay anybody to do this way of life. Yeah. Um, it's definitely all lined out in the book, uh, and you could you could do it easily from there. Because I, like I said, Clay's done it that way. My parents did it that way. You don't you don't have to go through the program. Mm-hmm. So, anything else um, that you have to say, Robin? Okay, Robin's shaking her head. You can't see that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, much much more to come. Uh, but this was just kind of our intro into what Brightline Eating is, and uh, we will we'll be talking more about food addiction and what our what our lives are and how we move forward so thanks so much for joining us today